Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls, where they're winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Map Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. We had a lot of fun. I'm going to get to that here. Check out mypillow.com slash buff. Use your promo code buff to save big up to 66% off. Pretty cool specials going on right now and get your Valentine a good night's sleep. Good God, where did January go? That's amazing. But uh, also check out mypatriotcigars.com too. Get that smoke for the new year. Age three year to perf- three years to perfection. Beautiful cigars. Mypatriotcigars.com. Save big there too with promo code buff as well. We had some friends over for the games last night. Took a beating on my my uh, bets that I had. I thought San Francisco had the best defense, but when you lose a quarterback. And you don't have a quarterback to play. You're going to get beat by the team that has the number two defense in the league. Uh, Eagles took care of business, but they uh, lit up the Empire State Building in uh, Eagles colors. Uh, That's in New York. A lot of fans in New York were pissed about that. It was like, what are you doing? This is not Eagles are our enemy here. We don't subscribe to that. And uh, I didn't want Philadelphia to win either because they put John Fetterman in the Senate um, through some weird ballot stuff. Uh, Fetterman, who can't speak, uh, can't think cognitively, I mean, he's a mess. And he's a communist. So I was really rooting against Philadelphia there. And then the Chiefs Chiefs took care of business there due to some controversial reffing calls. Bengals had him stopped, fourth down. And the ref said, oh, there was a whistle here. But they let play continue anyway. Um, pretty remarkable ending there, but congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, my hometown. And uh, Ashley Varner from Freedom Foundation will be on later this week to rub it in my face. Her picks won, my picks lost. So like Freedom Foundation does, they win all the time for people wanting to get out of teachers' unions and have more financial freedom and not have their Dot their paychecks go to liberal causes. Freedom Foundation is doing a great job of helping people opt out. Check out optouttoday.com. But she's going to be on the show Thursday to really rub that in. That's for sure. And speaking of sports, I don't know. Do you guys follow horse racing? <laughs> I don't really follow horse racing um, at all. Um, I have no interest in it. But it was interesting. There's a horse called Riding with Biden. Riding with Biden. And this is at the Pegasus World Cup at the Gulfstream Park, right? Riding with Biden comes in dead last. So what they did is they changed the names of the other horses to give Riding with Biden the win. They cheated, you know. No, I'm just kidding. They didn't do that. So Riding with Biden comes in dead last, the 2023 Pegasus World Cup. And uh, it was, and it's in South Florida. It's interesting. Biden had no chance here in South Florida, the Riding with Biden horse. And uh, nationally broadcast on NBC and distributed locally, Pegasus World uh, World Cup apparently attracts A-list celebrity attendees, fashion icons, influencers, and avid fans. 
to catch uh, the glimpse of the sports mo most iconic, iconic uh, event of the year. So it's a big deal. This is a big race. And riding with Biden was a 21, 20 to 1 favorite in this year's race. A 20 to 1 favorite came in absolutely dead last. And uh, <laughs> somebody, Kathy Mazik, tweeted out, Great day for me. Can't make this up, and let's hope it's prophetic. Today's Gulfstream Park hosted the $3 million Pegasus World Cup Thoroughbred Horse Race. There were 13 horses in that race. Guess the name Guess the name of the horse that came in dead last? Yep, you guessed it, riding with Biden. And she shows a picture of Biden in his uh, Corvette, you know, the same garage that they stored the documents in. They're finding out more documents are everywhere. He sent a whole bunch of them. Marita, Maria Bartiromo covered this over the Sunday shows on Fox News Channel. She talked about the thousands of documents that he sent to his alma mater in Delaware. There's just documents everywhere. Ted Cruz is like, we need to search all this guy's houses. This guy's got Hunter Biden stuff everywhere. The big guy has stored documents everywhere and then says, oh, I didn't know about it. I didn't know. You didn't know about all this stuff. It's in every single place you've ever been, these documents. So there you have it. Also, protests erupted over the weekend. And uh, I put out a tweet about this and some people liked it. Some people didn't. It's just a little different take. And I'll tell you why. Mother of Tyree Nichols, the person who was beaten to death by the cops in Memphis, by the Scorpion unit there in Memphis. And it was a tragic video that uh, was being shown all weekend to everyone. Um, they released the video at 6 p.m. on Friday. Uh, they, I don't know what kind of editing they wanted to do or show or just what parts of this they wanted to show. But we saw in George Floyd when, when uh, George Floyd passed away from the tons of drugs that was in his system. We didn't see the full video until the trial where their guy was massively fighting police and resisting arrest. I mean, it was really going on for quite some time, George Floyd was. So Tyree Nichols' mother says, I hate it that it was five black men that did this. <laughs> and she's sorry. If it was five white men, um, there would be no Memphis, Tennessee today, which is which would be sad. There would be no other cities today uh, because they wanted to make it about race. They don't talk about the aspect of resisting arrest. I watch many videos, thousands and thousands of hours of videos on how people treat police officers. Since George Floyd, since the 2020 Summer of Love, since that, <clears throat> I've seen just un, just ridiculous behavior towards cops. Now, I, you heard me on the show. I blast the COVID cops, arresting people in gas stations for not wearing masks, uh, going to protesters that are against Biden and saying that you're offending people. You need to take the sign down from a public street. And the, the cops always walk away, but arresting a dad and his daughter for playing catch when everybody's supposed to be locked down due to the pandemic. I blasted the way the police departments handle that. Eventually, you got to say, no, this is ridiculous. And some police departments did. But one thing I see all the time is people crazily resisting arrest and being completely disrespectful to cops. Now, I'm not saying this is what happened in the Tyree Nichols situation. Even though he did resist, he did take off running, and it pissed this unit off something fierce. 
Then they did. They went all training day and tried to say he tried to grab their their gun. And I, you know, I'm not completely buying that. Um, <laughs> this is this is a tragic event. But they did a training day where they try to plant evidence or say that because you know we're on video now, we're going to say he tried to grab our gun. But uh, I've heard stories that they've been pursuing him three times before this video. I'm not saying that's fact. I'm just saying these are stories out there. There was even a story that said he slept with one of the cops' wives. No evidence, not collaborating that. We are digging into that to see if any of this extra stuff is real. Whatever pissed these cops off this bad, um, we may never know. We may never see the full the full exchange that happened between the Scorpions and, and uh, Tyree Nichols. Um, his mom said, I wish it was, I'm sorry it was five black officers, but officers of any color, of any race, of any background, get really angry when people resist arrest. But we've seen restraint like we've never seen before in most other cases. We've seen this time and time and time again where somebody's in a car, you've seen the videos on social media, somebody's in a car just nagging the officer taunting the officer, say, I'm not going to give you stuff and, and just fighting with them and doing all kinds of things because everybody wants to win that lottery ticket. You've even heard people say, shoot me, shoot me because my family will get paid. I mean, it's just ridiculous how cops are already hamstrung and now they're going to use this situation to talk about quote unquote police reform. Well, what does that mean? I mean, are you going to tell cops not to ever do their job? I mean, how are you going to punish other cops that had nothing to do with this situation? I mean, they're already pretty much hamstrung. They put up with a lot from these people, a ton from people of all colors, the Karens, the Blacks, the Whites, the Mexicans, everybody, the Hispanics, everybody's giving cops a lot of crap out there. There's a video every day you can see. I mean, it's not about race. It's about some people's attitude and perception. They hate the police. They especially hate white police. And they hate the way that some police don't put up with resisting arrest. They just don't put up with it. This situation clearly got out of hand, went too far. And they let this kid, this guy have it, 29 years old. Unbelievable situation but they're going to try to hamstring more police going forward when already police are showing tremendous amounts of restraint. I don't like the cops that go after protesters with signs that are on public property. I don't like it when cops do the COVID protocols and try to lock people up for playing catch with their daughter. I, I call it like I see it. You know, I don't support all police in every single action they do. I mean, the blue line is real to this Matt Buff show, but I just don't see it that way in every single occasion. So this is a sad and tragic event that happened, but the fallout is going to be worse. I'll tell you right now on the Matt Buff show, the fallout is going to be worse. People are going to be more disrespectful to cops and the cops are going to be even more hamstrung based on whatever they say. Um, just, just whatever comes out of this so-called police reform you can't control every situation. You can't have a supervisor on screen and every on the scene in every situation. It's a tragic event, but there's going to be more and worse things that come out of this for a lot of people and a lot of cops around the country. Watch and see. We'll be right back. Right, right here on the Matt Buff show. You stay with us.
Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Hey, Matt Buff here for Satellite Phone Store. You check them out at sat123.com. They sell, rent, and support the world's leading fixed and mobile satellite communication products and services for their customers on every continent, ocean, and sky. Their passion is connecting people to voice messaging and internet data services anywhere they want to go. Check out these awesome specials that are happening right now on sat123.com. You get the Bivy Stick plus the Nokia smartphone, right? This companion package comes with a preloaded Bivy app and helpful information. All this in one package. This is a savings of nearly $500. Remarkable. Also, you get the Inmarsat ISAT Phone 2 plus the Bivy Stick combo with a lighter, right? This comes with 150 minutes, 10 messages, and unlimited Bivy SIM. For $159.99 per month on a 13-month agreement, this is the best of both worlds. Reliable and clear way voice and text communications to any number from anywhere in the world. Remarkable. And it comes with the survival, survival electric rechargeable lighter. Very handy in a tough situation. This is almost a $1,000 savings. Also, the Bivy Stick promotion is fantastic too. You get an unlimited plan for $55 a month. 24-month agreement, and a bivy included unlimited SMS, GPS, weather updates, and SOS call requests in case of an emergency. Get the total security you need. No matter what situation you're in, you can reach anyone in the world. That is SAT123.com, and be sure to call 941-841-0844. That's 941-841-0844. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. We've got some great guests coming up, but we got to cover some more news and information that's going on out there. As you know, Ronna McDaniel uh, won her uh, seat in a secret ballot, and a lot of people were disappointed in that. Harmeen Dillon was up. Mike Lindell, my pillow. Check out mypillow.com and her promo, promo code buff. Help Mike. I thought Mike Lindell would have been a great RNC chair. Harmeen Dillon, too, would have been great. Ronna won, but she said, this is my last term as chair. This is it. She snuck by. She knows it won't happen again. She just mismanaged the money and everything. It's just ridiculous. Um, when it comes to not fighting against, I mean, where, why isn't she standing with uh, Carrie Lake in Arizona? I think she, she put money against Blake Masters. They wanted to put people in the mix. The McDaniel, the McCarthy. They wanted to put people in place that would support them. <laughs> and so she says she's done. After winning an unprecedented in modern times fourth term as chair of the GOP, there won't be a fifth, fifth term in her future. This is my last term. I'm saying it on Fox News. It's done. 
It's done. Members who cast ballots in a secret ballot vote for chair more than the majority of the 168 members needed to secure re-election. She got it. She won it. And she's been a complete disaster. Donald Trump called into the Kerry Lake event. Now, my brother Dan Buff will be going to a Kerry Lake event with media credentials, going to get pictures and, and reports from the event. It's fantastic. But Kerry uh, Lake has just been remarkable. Her case is now in the appellate court in uh, Arizona. We see good things. The Senator Wendy Rogers there is making sure that people understand that these signatures, thousands and thousands and thousands of them cannot be verified. We've talked about the paper ballots, 19-inch ballots on 20-inch paper, just to subvert Republicans. Well, Donald Trump called into the Kerry Lake event. Check this out. President, Real Trump, you're president. not going to believe this crowd. Everyone in Arizona cares about election integrity. Tell them hello. Well, hello, everybody. sitting there in Arizona and they're just baffled that this could happen. I mean, that they could completely steal an election in broad daylight. Kerry is fighting the good fight. A lot of people we talk to on this show are fighting the good fight. And, um, you know, it's just unbelievable that this has been able to happen. And we got, seems like just a couple people that are saying we need to get this through the court case. I mean, we need Ronna McDaniel there. She should be there saying, hey, you know what? I support my candidates. Uh, I'm supporting this because the fraud was rampant and it was all over the place. You know, we got uh, Christine uh, Bob is coming up next on the Matt Buff show, and she's got a book covering all of this. It's a remarkable discussion we're going to have, but it's just we got to get this under control or we're never going to win elections again. They took the Senate. They focused these ballots on the Senate. That's what they did. And now they got judges all over the place. They're putting left-wing judges all over the place. And it's just ridiculous. Do you remember the Colorado cake baker, for example, who won his case saying, I didn't want to make a cake for a gay wedding. It's his business. I have the right to refuse service. They got rid of that. Colorado Baker lost an appeal in court against a couple suing him for refusing to make a gender transition cake, which is physically impossible to change your gender. It's all in your mind. He won that partial U.S. Supreme Court victory after refusing to make a gay couple's wedding cake because of his Christian faith. So he lost this appeal on Thursday in his latest legal fight involving his rejection of a request for a birthday cake celebrating a quote-unquote, gender transition. The Colorado Court of Appeals ruled that, ruled that the cake 
Um, Autumn Scardina requested from Jack Phillips in the Masterpiece Cake Shop, which was to be pink with blue frosting. To is it said it, they said it's not a form of speech. It also found that the state law that makes it illegal to refuse to provide services to people based on protected characteristics like race, religion, or sexual orientation does not violate business owners' right to practice or express their religion. So which one? They say gay trumps Christianity. The Alliance Defending Freedom says we live in a country where freedom of speech and religious freedom are protected. Jack Phillips, just like every creative professional, has the right to decline to use his artistic abilities to express messages or celebrate events he disagrees with. It's his business. For some, it will never be enough to politely agree or to disagree about important issues like the meaning of marriage or whether to celebrate some sort of quote unquote gender transition. So let's follow that case and see where that's going. We'll be bringing on uh, specialists to talk about that as well. And uh, so that leads us to Utah. The Senate passed a bill banning gender, what they call gender affirming care. All right. Gender affirming care. Gender affirming care. You think you're a different gender. We're going to give you care. We're going to mutilate your body and put you on pills and do all kinds of crazy stuff to you. So good for Utah. Welcome to the free state of Florida, Utah. Now there's another place people can go and enjoy common sense. Doing that to kids is absolutely disgusting because this is a group of people that has the highest suicide rate, the absolutely highest depression rate, and the highest regret rate. You think a 14-year-old kid knows what they want at this very moment when it comes to changing their so-called changing their gender? Absolutely not. All right, so we've been fighting that on the Matt Buff Show, and we've got states like Utah joining the fight, which is fantastic. Also, we have Ukraine, the bowl of porridge. Remember Oliver in the movie? Can I have some more, please? So we sent him tanks. We talked about this last week where President Trump said, first come the tanks, then come the nukes. Ukraine immediately asked for F-16 jets after securing American tanks. We're all but sending troops over there. We're going to give them everything to give Russia an excuse to drop nukes now. This is not our fight, and we've already sent them so much money. What have they done with it? Have they funneled this money for Joe Biden? Did he get the, did the big guy get his 10%? Who knows, but we're going to follow this some more. This is insane. Stay with us. Christina Bob next on the Matt Buff Show. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Yes, I see what's going on out there. Rising crime rates 
2,300 children go missing daily in the United States alone. Criminals out, no cash, bail, and theft at an all-time high. The police, they do a great job, but they can't be everywhere at once. I don't live in fear, but I will not be an easy target either. And I believe that every second matters. I protect myself, my loved ones, and my property with Red Defender products. They carry the best brands of self-defense products like Blackhawk, Elite Edge, Taser, and many others. I feel better knowing I'm protected when I go off jogging or out with the girls. It's better to have a stun gun and not use it than to need a stun gun and not have it. My kids have full pin alarms on their backpacks, and we have home protection, chargers, and flashlights from Red Defender products. No great issues here. Do we go around living in fear? Absolutely not. Because we have taken steps to protect ourselves, we live with confidence. At reddefendersproducts.com, you can see bestsellers, free shipping options, and they serve all 50 states, as well as American Samoa, Washington, D.C., Guam, Marshall Islands, Northern Marina Islands, Puerto Rico, and U.S. Virgin Islands. You don't have to live in fear, but you don't have to be an easy target either. Visit www.reddefenderproducts.com today. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. As you watch Joe Biden just mutter around and slip um, on the stage and shake hands with people that aren't there and mess up the teleprompter and wreck our country into oblivion. As you watch this stuff going on, you're wondering, why would people vote for this guy? Well, as you know, on the Matt Buff Show, we've been saying for a long time. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together... And you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. We've had evidence that the 2020 election was completely rigged, just like the wide open rigging we saw in Arizona. That happened in six to seven, maybe even nine states jurisdictions. And we have been covering that for you quite some time. Every time there's a stolen election, the the country gets worse. Look at Venezuela. Look around the world at other countries that this has happened in. All right. This is not something we shy away from on the Matt Buff Show. And we got the perfect person to talk about this. Christina Bob is on the show, author of Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. And Christina, it's great to have you. We saw it happen in 2022 again. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're, uh, it's our pleasure to have you on the show, and this book is going to be a fantastic read, and we want everybody to check it out. Link in the description for everybody to get that book. Immediately just came out. What a page turner, Christina. You really dive deep into this. Well, thank you. I, I wanted to give my, I was a reporter with One American News, so I wanted to give my viewers more than just what I was able to give uh, while I was reporting. So I tried to lay as much out as I could. We look at the machines, we look at the ballots. One thing that we've done in Florida, I want to just dive right into it, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's do it. In Florida, for example, we don't allow ballot harvesting. It's against the law. We have election officials that monitor what's going on at these polling stations, and we've 
we've come a long way since 1999, just to tell you that here in Florida. We have a pretty clean election process here, but that's not the case. We saw in Arizona with the printing uh, 19-inch ballots on 20-inch paper. We yep. saw all those things happen on election day. They're getting bolder to do this in yeah. daylight. Wouldn't you say it was kind of hidden in 2020, but they're getting bolder. They are. They, uh, they're getting bolder. They're also... Um, I think they're aware that the courts are covering for them, and so they don't care as much. Uh, so it, it, it's frustrating. It's insulting to our intelligence that they expect us to believe that Katie Hobbs actually won that election against Carrie Lake. Yeah, I just saw a press conference with Katie Hobbs where she was talking about commuting uh, death penalty cases. They don't want to use death. That's her number one priority is Arizona is being taken over by the cartel. But yet yeah. she's saying, let's commute uh, sentences for people on death row. And she couldn't even talk about it. She had to have somebody to her left dictate how the thing went. She was a basement candidate. She's the female Joe Biden. And people saw right through that. I mean, the yeah. numbers didn't add up, on, add up on election day compared to what they actually counted. Yeah, no, it's it's infuriating and it's heartbreaking to see it because the Democrat Party is intentionally trying to destroy this country. That's the only way you can justify their policies. Their policies are so bad for America that I don't know how how it can be anything other than they are, they are intentionally trying to ruin America. Arizona is such an important state because it's a border state. We've got, you know, all the issues with immigration and the border crisis. They're flooding illegal immigrants in and then they're holding uh, conservatives accountable for the, the smallest issue. And yet they're allowing all of these dangerous, illegal criminals who flood into our country uh, to do whatever they want. Basically sanctuary. Yes, that's what they're doing. And it's just absolutely absurd what's happening yeah. and it's costing people their lives. Yeah. I want to dive into the book. Chapter one is election day. Chapter two is January 6th. Last night on the show, we played a video of Roseanne Boylan uh, being mm. beaten to death on the Capitol steps where she died. Also, Ashley Babbitt was shot in the neck by Michael Byrd. The two people that died on that day were Trump supporters. And they call us the big liars because people were Great. protesting the election. So talk about what you start the book off with, chapter one and chapter two there. Yeah, well, I just want to thank you for showing that video and for talking about Roseanne Boylan because the media is not. And even in, in the articles of impeachment for Donald Trump for January 6th, when they say, oh, we're impeaching him because he incited an insurrection, they say in there that the protesters killed a police officer. Yeah. Oh, who? Who was it that died? Because there was no police officer that died on January 6th. There was one police officer that died on January 7th, but the autopsy shows that it had nothing to do with anything that occurred on January 6th. It was totally unrelated causes. So who died? So in articles of impeachment, they lie. They lie, they lie, they lie, they lie. And the, the people that died that day died at the hands of Capitol Police and Nancy Pelosi and her cronies covered for them. So I applaud you and thank you for highlighting that on your show. Yes. And even though social media doesn't like it, we don't care because we feel like the American people need the truth. They do. And like you said in your book, this isn't about just conservatives. This is about liberals. This is about independents. This is about Republicans. This right. is bad for everyone if things like this go unpunished, basically, yeah. if they go yeah. un if they go without 
consequence. Yeah, I don't think there's really much difference. You know, conservatives get so angry about the defund the police movement. We do not want to defund police. We want to empower our police police officers to keep our cities safe and to keep violent criminals off the streets. Yet, conservatives aren't prosecuting these issues. And I, I mentioned throughout the book, there is many instances of problems that should have been prosecuted from 2020 in several areas where there were either Republican attorney general generals or Republican district attorneys that all refused to prosecute. And so we can't on one hand get so upset about the defund the police movement and yet just a little bit further down the chain, our prosecutors aren't prosecuting crime. And that there's no difference. The only thing that happens in, in that linear process is that it takes a little bit longer for the criminals to get purged, they get to the DA and the DA is like, I'm not going to do anything, send them home. And so, you know, maybe they spend a night in jail, but that's it. There, there's no there's no penalties for people breaking the law. And that's that's a problem. That is. So basically, Joe Biden's out on no cash bail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he it appears he's getting a lot of cash. So. Yeah, no, yeah, the cash, that's a whole other story. Uh, yeah. The last week of his vice presidency, he's off to Ukraine doing God knows what and cleaning up God knows Save what mess. You know, he's saving <laughs> He's saving the United States and uh, from who knows what catastrophe, but, and I'm joking, yeah. of course, I think he was doing something nefarious, but who knows. Yeah, he was. He's always doing and always has <laughs> been doing something nefarious. I mean, this is the most corrupt politician we've ever seen in history yeah, that we so. can put on paper for sure. Yep. In the book, you uh, spent a few chapters on Wisconsin, chapter 9, 10, yep. and 11. Um, I'll never forget Wisconsin at the beginning when I was talking about the jurisdictions, the six to nine of them that really determined the outcome. Of course, Madison, Wisconsin was one of them. Yep. What was it? 170,000 uh, unverified ballots came yeah. through there? I, I don't remember yeah. the exact number. That was the, um, it was right around, two, yeah, it was right around 200,000. The uh, indefinitely confined voters uh, or people who, supposedly weren't able to leave their home or they were imprisoned or whatever. And there's very strict rules for how you get an absentee ballot in Wisconsin. And due to COVID, uh, they were sending it, the Wisconsin Election Commission was sending out instructions to everybody to just label yourself indefinitely confined, whether you are or are not. So, which is a crime, you know, you can't lie when asking for a ballot. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that was one of many, many things in Wisconsin. I applaud Wisconsin for actually doing a lot of the investigative work that needed to be done. It's not complete, of course, and certainly we haven't seen enough of the changes that need to be made. But Wisconsin, I think more than any other state, actually found a lot of the problems. They took a closer look. Which is, that's really good. Um, yeah. We even had a, a, a panel here in Florida. Ron DeSantis did a commission to check out any election fraud, even though he won by 30 points. Right. <laughs> he wanted to make sure that we really run the cleanest election. So we applaud Wisconsin. I applaud Governor DeSantis for that too. But then I look at other states like Arizona, which seems to be getting worse. Georgia had a flimsy, flimsy election reform bill. This thing was a joke. And this, right. I guess, goes more into uh, your chapter. Uh, where where was it? Yeah, The Fatal Mix of Cowardice and Corruption. <laughs> I love that title. That was chapter 17. Yeah, That was I actually, <laughs> uh, the original title for the book was Cowardice and Corruption. And then Great we decided title. we needed to make it so people would know that it was about the election. So we changed it. But I, I kept it for that chapter. 
I like stealing your vote better for title of the book oh, because that hits them right in the face. Here's what yeah. the book's about. Yeah. <laughs> but you look at places like Georgia, and you mentioned court cases earlier. They always say there's no standing, there's no evidence. Right. Bill Barr said he did a full investigation and not one on a FOIA request, not one piece of paper was found. Yeah, because he didn't actually do anything. Like, it- Bill Barr is probably one of the biggest traitors in our nation's history. And I truly believe he will go down as uh, a Judas. He will go down as a traitor to the United States because he he is solely responsible for blocking the attempts at looking. I shouldn't say solely. There's several other people that are responsible as well. But he blocked legitimate attempts by the president of the United States to look into what happened in the November 2020 election while he was the U.S. Attorney General, uh, obviously, you know Joe Biden's administration isn't going to going to do President Trump any favors by carrying on that investigation. But I do believe that we will restore our elections. I do believe that Donald Trump will be the next president of the United States, and we will do a thorough investigation. And when all of this comes out in the wash, like it always does, when it all comes out in the wash, I think Bill Barr's Bill Barr is going to have some really, really bad press, <laughs> if, if not worse. You're exactly right. He was getting hammered this week when he was yeah. talking to Bill Maher. We did a whole segment on this earlier in the uh, earlier last week, too. That when Bill Maher says to Bill Barr, this was the most secure election in U.S. history. Joe Biden is the most popular president candidate, presidential candidate in American history. This is the narrative you put in the book. Bill Maher verbatim said that, and Bill Barr just nodded his head, didn't say a word, and silence is complicity. <laughs> well, nodding his head is affirmative, act, like that's an actual action saying that's what he believes. It's not what he believes, it's what he was told to say. Like, he he's just as much a puppet as Joe Biden. He's just a smaller, in a smaller position. So he, he, he is, he is oh, terrible for the United States of America. I like Donald Trump, but he was the worst at picking attorney generals. Every <laughs> he's over two or over three, whatever. It was a it was a tough uh, tough process. I think you know President Trump, and he would probably even openly say this. I I, I haven't heard him say this, but I, I feel like he would. Um, that you know he he was never in government before. He didn't know uh, people in government who would be good cabinet members. And so he relied heavily on the RNC. He relied heavily on the swamp to tell him who should be in those positions. And, uh, he had a lot of bad people in his cabinet throughout his four years. I don't think he'll have that same problem in his second term. I think he's learned, he's been around the block. He has had to fight the swamp tooth and nail. And I think, I think he will put together a team that will do exactly what he wants to do. They will drain the swamp. They will restore American greatness. They will restore American prosperity. And I am looking forward to that day. Well, I am too. And it's great in theory too, because the polls are heavily in his favor. Yeah. But Democrats are hell bent on making sure Donald Trump never wins again. They will. The New York Times right. basically said we had to steal the election so Trump didn't win. They so did. What, That's right. What, what can we do? I mean, because a lot yeah. of states haven't gotten to where we need to be yet. Yeah, no, and that's a very good point. And I think the last couple of years we've been looking at this, expecting states to pass the legislation we want or, you know, put different reforms in place. And it hasn't happened. There's been some, there's been some movement, which is great, but 
clearly 2022 proved that it wasn't enough. And so at this point, I think we need to take a real honest look. We being conservatives need to take a real honest look at what we have done and uh, modify our own actions. What I mean by that is we need to get involved. I mean, I talked to many people on the ground in Arizona, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan, all these places. And we, we are vastly outnumbered in the participation game. Uh, I talked to some poll workers in Detroit that were outnumbered 100 to 1. There were 100 Democrat volunteers for every Republican volunteer. It, that's unacceptable. I mean, that's an easy fix to make. We can sit and complain about fraud and you know cheating and all that stuff, but if we don't show up to be part of those that are actually administering the election, we don't really have a lot of room to complain about it. I want to tell our listeners and viewers, remember when you went to vote and you saw the people in masks? Those are Democrats. Yeah. Just want to let you know that. And they do. They outnumber us quite a bit and they're aggressive about it Very. too. Yeah. So we have to play that game too about getting out there and getting involved, poll watchers, poll security, anything we got to do. You're exactly right. And I know there are some areas where Democrats heavily control the county offices and so they they make it very difficult for Republicans to volunteer. That's a very real problem. Fight that fight. We have to fight that fight because if we don't make sure that we are in the counting rooms, that we are in the chain of custody for the ballots, they will cheat. They will steal it again. And so we have to be on the entire chain of custody. We have to be involved in the entire process. We have to have eyes on, on everything that they are doing uh, to make sure that they can't cheat again. Yeah, that's right. In the book, you talk about something that I hate the most, and I have to bring this up to you. Uh -oh. I hate the, these things I hate the most, and that's the drop boxes. Oh, um, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was nervous. Worry. I was like, what is it? What's he going to say? Yeah, no, it's the drop boxes. And I love how you describe what they are in the book. It's, it, to me, it's almost condescending because I have such a hatred for them, but okay. I love how you describe it. They're like oversized mailboxes, something that you drive to. I mean, you can't go all the way to the voting place. No, you drive to the the ballot uh, to the um, drop boxes. The only reason drop boxes exist, the only value they have, in my view, is so mules can drop off handfuls of ballots. That's, That's exactly right. If you can drive to the drop box to drop off your ballot, you can drive to the polling location to drop off your ballot. You're exactly right. There's no reason for drop boxes other than to jeopardize the chain of custody. That's that's pretty cut and dry. So why why what do we have to do? Do we have to pass legislation on a federal level like to ban drop boxes? I mean, how what do we need um, to do? I'm not a fan of federal legislation in elections. I'd like to keep the federal government out of everything. Yes. Um, but if if we can get that passed at the state level, I think that's a great idea. Certainly worthwhile, you know, depending on where you're, you know, I'm sure you have listeners all over the country that you know, live in in various locations, but depending on where you live, you know, you can, you can petition your legislature to make those changes. That said, I, I do think the solution that we all need to get behind is just showing up and getting involved because whether the legislature passes the legislation or not, like I said, some states were successful at doing that before the election, some weren't, whatever it is, we just have to have people on the ground there uh, being a part of it. Because, because as we know, even if they pass the legislation, Democrats don't follow the law. So to some extent, it doesn't matter because they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Obviously, we having legislation makes it harder for them to do that. But um, I, I think it just comes down to who participates. 
Yeah, and that's that's it. Um, just a couple more for you because one, Carrie Lake's lawsuit has gone farther than most. How far do you think she can take this? And we've also yeah. talked to um, Leah Hoops and Gregory Strenstrom, uh, authors of Parallel Election. They are fighting the election fraud in Pennsylvania. Yep. And they actually had uh, a hearing in, uh, in front of the Supreme Court. Not bad because we live in a country with endless appeals. Talk right. about some of the cases that may have some success. Well, Carrie Lake's, uh, case as far as actually challenging an election has gone further than any case since the 2020 election. Um, 20, the 2020 election was when, of course, you had the majority of cases and judges did not want to hear the cases. They were throwing them out on standing, mootness, timing. They were finding some procedural rule to throw them out. There was not a single case in the entire nation where a judge let any plaintiff present their evidence. And so we never got a chance to present evidence to court. So That's these right. narratives, these narratives that you hear of, oh, the judges found that there was no evidence of fraud. No, that was never oh. true. That has never happened. So I applaud Carrie Lake and her legal team for getting as far as they did. They've already made it through trial. Of course, the judge did not rule in their favor, which um, to me, it was a feat of mental gymnastics to not side with Carrie Lake because the evidence was so exaggerated. I mean, it was so bad what happened in Maricopa County that I, I don't I don't know how the judge could have ruled against her, but for right. it, it was intentional. So her case is up before the Court of Appeals right now. The Court of Appeals is going to take it up in February. I expect to have a ruling from them in February. I do think the Arizona Supreme Court will take it up, um, especially if you're an Arizona listener, please, you know, reach out to the Supreme Court, tell them you want them to take the case, tell your legislature you want them to push push the issue. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. I, I am yet to have a lot of faith in our judiciary, but on the facts and on the law, I say Carrie Lake won. Yeah, that's, this will be good to see what happens in February because yeah. the more it goes, the better chances you have to show more evidence than what you showed in the... That's right. And that that's what they did. Wendy Rogers, Senator Wendy Rogers in Arizona was a true champion and held a Senate hearing uh, to present more evidence so that uh, Carrie Lake's team could request the court to take. Ju I, this isn't the purpose of the hearing, but because she held the hearing to see even more evidence that occurred from the 22 midterm, uh, Carrie Lake's team can request that the court take judicial notice of what was presented to the Senate. And hopefully they'll consider that as well, because as every day and week goes by, there's more and more information of tampering, manipulation and cheating in Arizona. Yes, indeed. We, we will follow up. And it, it was just broad daylight. They just did it right yeah. in front of you. I mean, yeah, it was so even people that don't follow politics were like, what is going on here? That's right. It was stolen. And the director of elections for Maricopa County had the audacity to lie under oath to the court, get caught, acknowledge it. And then the court did nothing to reprimand him. So and I'm sure the newly installed Democrat attorney general isn't going to prosecute him for perjury. But this is the world we live in at the moment. Yeah, that's right. And you guys wonder, you think it's all coincidence when they get just enough votes to take the Senate? Because their focus was the Senate. They take over the Senate. That means they get the liberal judges. And now we get two years of liberal judges just flying out of the White House and Congress. That's why they focused on the Senate. When you think of Colorado, the guy's winning. What is it, Laxall? Winning all the way up until Election Day. And boom, here comes the dump. Right. <laughs> right. 
It's unbelievable. This book, you guys got to check it out. Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election, what it means for 2024, has so much detail, so many examples that you guys are going to, you're just going to shake your head. You're like, I can't believe this happened. You guys got to check it out. Last question to you. Chapter 18 and 19, Changing the Narrative and the Great Awakening. I love the chapter of Great Awakening. Thank you. Talk about what you want people to get out of this and how they may have some hope for the future. Yeah, I, I personally have a lot of hope for our future. I wouldn't be working on Donald Trump's campaign if I didn't believe that he was going to be the next president. So I'll, that is the position that I'm, I'm coming with. My hope is in the American people. It's not in our Senate. It's not in our Congress. It's not in any elected leader. It's not even in Donald Trump. My belief is that the American people are, are what make America great. It is all of us. It's collective. And in order for America to be great again, we all have to get involved. So I truly believe that if we get involved and we work together to make sure that our elections are secure and to restore integrity to our process, I do believe that President Trump will be, in, will be back in office at that point. Uh, we, I, I would fully expect that he would he would clean out the corruption that is in there. Now we know where it is. Now we know what it looks like, and I think he would be very successful at doing that. And just imagine a United States of America that has a a, a government that's not on your back that uh, actually wants you to prosper, that gives you business licenses, encourages you to be an entrepreneur and go out on your own and that your savings is growing. I mean, I, I describe a world where it, it, we just, I, I genuinely believe we will see the most prosperous era of the United States, starting with Donald Trump. I think it will start with him, but I think it will continue on because I think the, the depth that he will clean out the corruption will last for hopefully generations. Well, we've seen too much now. And that, I think the people are with you on that because when they look at egg prices, baby formula yeah. shortages and inflation, they said, okay, we can't do this again. That's right. We got to go back to 2018. <laughs> I, I'd like to go back even further than that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Christina, Bob, thank you so much for joining us on the show. The book, everyone, Stealing Your Vote, The Inside Story of the 2020 Election and what it means for 2024. We got work to do, but it starts with this book right there in the description. Christina, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thank you so much. All right, you got it. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.